Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey there, folks. Govan Hutton Pulitzer. Welcome to the program. I know crap's a weird name for a program, but it stands for Culture, Race, and American Politics. Because I believe when you mix them all up, everything seems to go to hell in a handbasket and we kind of lose our way. You know one of the things that I have talked about is this trans ideology, woke ideology. We know there are woke issues out there. My look, my guest on today's program is going to rock your socks. You are going to meet a fellow, yes, a fellow, hang with me, you'll get it, we'll be able to follow it. Ollie London, all the way from London, is joining the program. Now look, I want to tell you a little bit about his story uh, so you understand a little bit. He's he's written a book of how one man struggled with self-identity and detransition lays the challenge to the very foundations of gender ideology. We know it's a movement, right? He documented his own struggle with his own ideology. And I'm telling you, he's been there and back. Started one way and went on a path, a path to change his identity, right? Uh, he's been a British pop singer. He's got videos and stuff out there. You can see it. But he has gotten to the root cause of this trans ideology and gender ideology. And the pressures of social media, all of it, education system, media, you named it, because he dealt with his own struggles. He gives what many say is an intimate look into this, well, madness. He struggled with his own identity, becoming, believe it or not, a Korean woman, and how he overcame that battle. He's been through many things. I call it transition, transition, and detransition. You may have seen him with Piers Morgan, or you might have seen him on Tucker Carlson, but he is out in the way of being against gender-affirming surgery for teenagers. It's it's a very personal story, folks. And as you understand, the only way you can kind of understand it is to try to talk to somebody who's been through it. And because he's been through it and now speaking out about it, the left, the woke, are really pummeling him. Ollie, would that be a good description? They're attacking you for coming out, not as out not the type of out they want you out as? Would that be right? Yeah, it wasn't the type they wanted. I detransitioned, so I was going against their narrative. Yes, that's right, Jovan. You know, it's really, I, I look at your story, and I have to tell you, I mean, you're, you're, you subjected yourself to quite a bit going through the transition, and I think the only way anybody can understand this is to talk to somebody who's been through it. I want to start here. Who is this guy and back in time, what what made you decide, I'm just not comfortable in my own skin? Well, so the pictures you just showed your audience, that was me around age 20. And you can see there, I wasn't smiling. I didn't look happy. And that's because I felt very trapped. I really uh, despised the way I looked. And uh, 
this really all stemmed from my childhood and teenage years. Um, so I was a victim of uh, very severe bullying every single day at school. Um, and it was so severe, some days I would try to make myself sick, physically sick, so I didn't have to go to school. Uh, when I would go swimming and do sports, you know, I would get teased. People would say I was like a girl because I had kind of man boobs with all the fat, right. you know, some teen teenage boys have. So I used to get bullied severely for that. So, you know, I really developed um, uh, an issue of self-confidence. Um, and I was very self-conscious. You know, I had a fixation with looking in the mirror and uh, being very self-critical. Um, and that really kind of led into a, a, quite a severe mental health struggle. Um, you know, depression, body dysmorphia. And, um, you know, in later life, that led me to want to completely erase the person I was and try to recreate a completely new person that could be loved and that could be, you know, celebrated by people. That makes sense. A little bit of self-loathing bef before, since we only have these pictures at 20. I don't have any of you as a child, but Ollie, there's nothing wrong with you, <laughs> right? There never was. And so something disconnected. Ollie, when do you remember the disconnect happening? Happening. I mean, we see you at 20. How far back did it go? When did you first think, mm, I don't know what I am or something's going on with me? Well, I mean, as a five to six year old child, I was always a little bit more feminine. I was, you know, more interested in, in doing girls things and like the color pink and painting right. my nails. Um, but it was really when I was going through puberty around 12 to 13, uh, that was when I started getting bullied. I used to get called feminine or ugly for the way I looked. So that was really where the issues, the root issues began um, in those early teenage years. And they only seeked to worsen over time. And then as those pictures, you see, I was 20 years old. It was a buildup really of about seven years of self-loathing and hatred and being bullied. That buildup made me go down this very kind of crazy and mad route that was pretty much it was self-harming uh jovan because you know i was mutilating my body i was having surgery to try and be happy and to try and find confidence and you know i've come to realize now that was the wrong approach and you know i should have settled with who i was i should have worked on my self-esteem but you know now i'm trying to warn other people did anybody try to intercede tell us about your parents because i wonder about that i'm a parent i i wonder about that one um, you know, you always want to support your children, and sometimes parents think they're right over their children. What was it like when your transition started happening with your parents and your family and immediate friends? What did you experience? Well, it was very, very traumatic. I mean, the first surgery I ever had was when I used to live in South Korea um, around 2013, and I just had a nose surgery because I hated my nose. It was very big. I used to get bullied. Um, and that actually really upset my family and friends. They thought I was having a mental breakdown and a struggle, you know, because they knew I was fixated on my image for so many years. I was right. very obsessed with wanting to look a certain way. So when they saw that, um, they were extremely upset and they were planning to come to Korea to rescue me and bring me back. But, you know, you know, when you're young, you're very rebellious. And if an adult tells you not to do something, you're more likely to actually do it. So, um, you know, at this stage, my first surgery was age 23 uh, in South Korea. And really, you know, that really started a snowball effect. So I started getting more and more invasive surgeries, more dramatic. I've had jaw surgery where I wasn't able to speak for two weeks. I've had six nose surgeries, three eye surgeries, a neck lift, forehead lift. You know, I've had so many different things. And, you know, the more surgery I did, the more I would continue to do because it was, you know, I was trying to seek happiness. And um, the reason I wanted to base my looks on this uh, Korean pop star originally well, I, was I was just like, I wanted to reinvent myself. I wanted to be someone that was loved. I wanted to be someone that was considered handsome and beautiful. So, you know, I just uh, took a picture of this guy um, who's an amazing pop star and just said, look, maybe look like him. Just like, you know, a woman in Beverly Hills may, might right. say to a doctor, can I look like Kim Kardashian or I want Angelina Jolie's? So that was really where it started. And I just, you know, I was trying to really become a different person because of my own insecurities and own unhappiness. You know, it's interesting. Um, I, I've broken my nose 13 times. I can relate wow. to the fact that, you know, my nose goes crooked to one side. It, it, it bugs me. And I've looked at rhinoplasty, haven't done it. But when they asked me, what nose do you want? I said, I want Pierce Bronson's nose. It's the only way to describe it. Folks, hang tight. Interesting story. We're going to unpack this. You need to hear from a source who's been there. Be right back. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
Hey guys, do you know I've had the best night's sleep of my life and it was as simple as just changing my pillows. I know that may sound stupid. Look, you've seen Mike Lindell and his wonderful product, My Pillow. I actually just didn't think a pillow could change my life. I finally got my pillows. Now, let me tell you about my sleep habits. Number one, you know, when we do this every 12 hours, we're joining together to do my broadcast every 12 hours. Sleep is so precious to me. And I was very lucky, very lucky to get three to four hours of really good sleep any one night. I used to use nine pillows, and it's because I've broken so much in my body, old battle wounds, broken arms, you name it, sleep was not my friend, and it was ruining my health, tremendously ruining my health. Well, I saw Mike's commercial, didn't know Mike for a long time. I finally broke down and got my pillows. I took those nine pillows, I tossed them out completely. Went to two my pillows. I'm asleep. I'm telling you now, where I used to lay there a couple hours not getting to sleep. I'm asleep now in 15 minutes or sooner. It is a gift. Look, you need to go to mypillow.com forward slash Jovan, J O V A N. You need to do that so you can get my discount. You want to get my discount on everything that Mike sells. Now, I can tell you, living honest to God proof that my sleep has changed. The fact that I can go to sleep in 15 minutes and not lay there literally for two hours has basically gave him, given me almost two hours of sleep back. That is an incredible gift. I sleep more soundly. I sleep all night long. Now, of course, I've gone into other products, right? I now use uh, the bed toppers. I now wear the slippers. Hey, folks, go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You have to put your promo code of Jovan in to get my discount. You get a bigger, better discount. MyPillow.com, your promo code is Jovan. I'm telling you, if you cherish your sleep, you know that feeling when you just can't wait to get to bed and you lay down and you go, oh, man, and it's just the best part of your day and you want to wake up feeling great, I hadn't had that for decades until I decided to switch to my pillow, and I switched everything. Folks, do yourself a favor. Get your beautiful sleep back. Go to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. MyPillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. You're going to find out you want all the things Mike is offering, and you want to help him fight for America, too, and this is how you do it. MyPillow.com. Promo code Jovan. We're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut the crap. Here's Jovan. Okay, folks, we're uh, talking with Oli London has a book out there. It's wildfire. People are talking about it. It does bring some sense. And sanity to this madness, this gender madness that is going on. And I was telling you, only I can I can understand my face has been brutalized, right? I've yeah. crushed my jaw, all kinds of stuff. My my teeth are all it's one big prosthetic. My whole hair is prosthetic. So I can understand what happens when you begin to hate your body, hate your look. I now went through my nose and I still haven't done it. It just drives me nuts. So I can identify with the fact that. It's very easy to pick somebody out and says, hey, that's what I want to look like. Now, you haven't watched my show a lot, but what you need to know about me is, you know, Thor, Chris Hemsworth, yeah. really good looking guy. Most people don't know I'm his body double. Now, granted, I, feel, I knew I recognized you. I knew I recognized <laughs> there you go. Granted, I, I am only his ankle stunt double. But, <laughs> okay, so thank you very much. So you decided to do this. Let's just talk about, first, it was you just wanted a look. Now, I'm not into the, is it called K-pop? I'm not, in, I'm not really into yeah. it. I can't tell who's who, but I think this was the fellow. Explain to me what you saw there. And it wasn't that you were trans-Korean or anything like that. It's just that was how you wanted your jaw, your nose, your face, your eyes to look. Is that correct? 
Right. I mean, you know, a lot of people, when you go to a plastic surgeon, you need some kind of image to show them. I want my nose to look like this or I want my eyes to look like that. And, you know, I was living in Korea for a year at the time and, you know, I fell in love with the culture. And, you know, K-pop right. is, um, you know, K-pop is kind of celebrated around the world. You've got these beautiful K-pop stars. They look perfect. So it's like, you know, let me I've hate the way I look. I've been bullied. Let me reinvent myself and look like someone that's popular. Well, you um, said you didn't like your nose. I, I do have the one picture here of your nose, and yeah. it's definitely a, and I can understand, a dramatic transformation. Some of the media tries to spin it. You were trying to look Korean. Is that the truth? Well, I mean, it was a Korean aesthetic it was based on, you know, because this guy okay. is Korean. Okay. So, you know, I, I wanted the aesthetic and, um, you know, just like someone wants the Angelina Jolie or Got the it. Megan Fox aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Got it. So... We're talking, I'm looking at a $200,000 face as my mic tries to eat me here. I'm looking at a quarter of a million bucks in your packaging, right? You know, I spent over 10 years, I spent around about that. Wow. Um, and that was, in, you know, that was including 32 surgeries, um, fillers, Botox, <coughs> sorry, um, all the different um, hair treatments I had to do, extensions and stuff. So, you know, it was expensive and it was kind of an expensive lesson to learn. You know, I've realized... I shouldn't have done all that, but hey, no, you can't live with regret. Right. Look, the bottom line is if you're if you're trying to find the happiness in it, and and, and all he told me right up front, uh, you know, he's been doing interviews after interviews, a little sick in London. It's the way it is. Um, and so you're you're pursuing this look. You're you're pursuing it now. Simple question. It didn't satisfy you. What happened? Right. So every time I had a surgery, I'm sure most people that have had any sort of plastic surgery or change their gender can identify with this. You get a temporary happiness. You know, it's like getting a new car. It's like getting a new toy at Christmas. You get a few months of happiness and then suddenly that all goes away and you want more and more and more. So, you know, after a couple of months, I would, you know, be dissatisfied and I think, OK, what can I do next that's more extreme, that's going to make me look more beautiful or more perfect. So, no, it's really, you fall down this rabbit hole and you just don't stop running with doing all these crazy changes. And that ultimately in later life led me to want to change my gender identity because I thought maybe this is, I've misplaced everything. Maybe I've been doing all these surgeries because the, uh, in my head, I'm the wrong gender. So, Right, and so I saw, I saw that and I, I've seen you as a woman. I don't know that the studio put up any of those real photos with me. This one's quite, but there are many, many, many where, I mean, come on, Ola, you're a passable woman there when you, when you do your transition, and, and it's out there, and you can see it. All of a sudden, so you're not getting satisfied in this. It's not satisfied with the face. You all of a sudden start questioning your identity. Was that you? Was it a doctor? Was it family? Did somebody bring up that idea to you? Maybe you're a woman trapped in a dude's body? Well, to be honest, all my life I was told I was like a girl or I was feminine or like a woman, you know, since my school years when right. I used to get teased. Um, and then as an adult, you know, I was just never happy. And people would always say, <coughs> I think you're meant to be a woman, Ollie. You're, you're more feminine. I think that's why you have all of these identity struggles. And um, So wait, let me, I want to interrupt. Sorry. You're 33, 32? I'm 33 now. Okay. So you're 33 now. This started uh, a little over 10 years ago. Was that was this really kind of because to most people it's just kind of freaking out of nowhere, boom! All but it's it's not right. It's been around forever, but to become so mainstream, were you seeing people do it and and people start getting adoration and whatever and and every well, maybe you're a woman. Did yeah, did I that mean, fuel some of this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, for my whole life I was seeking validation because of the way I was treated as a teenager and you know I never felt like I fitted in I always felt like an outsider and I was never accepted so you know part of me changing my look and identity was to try and find that love and that validation which is you know what we see many people online and you know I would see people on Instagram and TikTok that transition and they're so happy or they seem to be happy right but as we know social media is not always reality so you see these people they're smiling they're happy they look glamorous they're beautiful they are getting thousands of comments saying they look amazing. No, and really all I was seeking was trying to be validated and kind of erase the way I was made to feel for so many years in my teenage years. I just wanted to feel, you know, that I was loved or accepted. What did, um, you've obviously led a portion of an alternative lifestyle. You've obviously, uh, I think you lived as a year 
as identifying as a woman, living as a woman, is that correct? Um, so it was under a year uh, in public, but um, for several years prior to that, I was, you know, at home, I was um, kind of living as a transgender, or I was thinking a lot about it and stuff. So that was kind of taken up my mind for several years prior. But uh, publicly, I became trans early in 2022. So that's when I shared it uh, with the world. And then at the end of 2022 is when I detransitioned. Now, you've written this book which I think is very appropriately named because I do believe this gender stuff has become madness. Mm. I know you speak out about it because I actually follow you on Twitter. I cannot fathom anybody thinking it's okay for a teacher to decide, oh, you must be transgender, you're this. Hiding binders, transition closets and stuff, that's nuts. I know in my childhood, if a teacher would have, and I'm in my 50s, I'm an old dude, I... If a teacher would have ever talked about that stuff, I'm telling you, the, the parents would have got pitchforks and torches like Frankenstein and gone after the teacher. But now it's commonplace. Do you think that's okay? Oh, it's not okay. No, not at all. And again, this is a recent phenomenon. Like you said, when you grew up, when I grew up, we didn't have this in classrooms. We didn't have drag queens coming in and talking to kids about changing their gender, talking to them about doing drag makeup and changing you know, their gender. So we didn't have that. And it's very wrong for a teacher to tell a very young, impressionable child that they should change their gender, that maybe they're non-binary. Absolutely. Folks, hang tight. We're going to come back with Ollie. We're just going to get deeper. Be right back. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Guys, I want to have a very serious discussion with you about your home, your family, and your finances. You know that uh, our nation is suffering right now with this mail-order maladministration that's been selected, not elected, and put in the White House. It makes our future look bleak financially, especially when you consider 47, yes, 47 trillion dollars has vaporized in our stock market. Additionally, this administration has printed more money in the last two years than the previous hundred years combined. That's a big problem. Now, if you want to play it safe and you want to protect your family, you need to think about your IRA, your 401k, your retirement savings account, okay? This is a big geopolitical deal. You need to check out jovanlovesgold.com. Yes, jovanlovesgold.com, and I do. Now, here's why you need to do it. This is not about you buying gold. Get it straight. This is about you can make a move, just a financial move, a lateral move. You're not liquidating your retirement or anything like that. You're just making your move to switch it from the markets to fixing it in gold. Gold has lasting value. You need to lock it in. If you will reach out to jovanlovesgold.com, that's jovanlovesgold.com. And by the way, there's a $10,000 incentive to do it because if you qualify, you might get $10,000 more added to your account in silver from our partners at Gold Co. You need to check it out. You need to fortify yourself and you need to make sure absolutely you're protected because you don't want to keep on losing money because of this maladministration. Now, that's all for you at jovanlovesgold.com. Please go there, jovanlovesgold.com. Now, I want to tell you about one other. I want to tell you about something that's kind of scary, especially if you're a homeowner. Now, You know in this day and age that you can check for your title online, you can check your ownership online. Hell, uh, even people are having registering online. We know how dangerous registering to vote online is. You can't confirm the papers there. Here's what you need to know. You know, your deed to your home is the only thing that proves you own it. Did you know that crooks can get online, look up your deed, print a simple form of that deed, affix their name to it, submit it, right? Submit it. And then all of a sudden they own your home and then they can flip and sell your home. You've seen all this craziness buying and selling homes online. This can all literally be done, maybe 60, 90 days. You don't even know it. And all of a sudden somebody 
has stolen the title to your house. They've borrowed against it. Now it's sold property and you're left with it. And this is a hard crime to fix. Look, that's why I want to tell you about HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. You can go to slash Jovan or just put in the promo code Jovan. Register your address right now. No obligation report. It's a home title report. It's $100 value. You get it free. Again, you get your home title report at HomeTitleLock.com forward slash Jovan. Your promo code is Jovan. You want to lock your title, folks. People can do this online right now. When they're stealing our voting records and they're stealing databases and credit card information, they're going to find your home. And you don't know it till it's gone, till it's after the fact, and you've lost your asset. Do yourself a favor, hometitlelock.com forward slash Jovan, promo code Jovan. Get the $100 value free, no obligation home title report. That's it. Titlelock.com forward slash Jovan. Folks, do it now. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling them out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Okay, Oli, let's get back to it. Uh, fascinating topic, and I'm, I'm so glad you're here. Okay, where we were was, I don't know about in London, we have books in the United States that are floating around our classrooms that are teaching pre-K students, kindergarten students, about anal sex. And it, it's, it, I, I can, it shouldn't even be in elementary school or junior high. And I do believe this is part of a grooming program. Now, I've seen you call this out. Where do you stand on this? And I know you draw a hard line. And by the way, I don't care. If somebody wants to look a certain way, I do not care how they have sex or who they want to engage in sex with. It's none of our business when you're an adult. Where's the line you started to fight on this? Well, absolutely. I'm an ambassador for the organization Gays Against Groomers, which is basically an organization fighting against this in schools. And, you know, I spend a lot of my time in America and we see constantly these books being pushed to children. We see these educators, even drag queens coming into school and teaching kids about sexual things they should not be uh, hearing about. Um, and it's so, so damaging, you know, where does where is the red line? Because we're seeing more and more of a push to do this to children. We saw last year there was the Balenciaga shocking advertising right. campaign. Now we're seeing all of these uh, drag shows pushing this on kids. Now they're trying to target 11-year-old kids for puberty blockers and hormone therapy. So, you know, the people behind all this are targeting younger and younger children. And uh, you know, there are many schools and many school libraries that have these gender ideology and sexualized books where they have cartoon images of people penetrating each other. And this is for kids. You know, this should be illegal. I mean, you know, I'm all for books and stuff. But when you are trying to target children with sexual things, that should be a crime. It's just so, so morally wrong. Absolutely. I mean, at a different time, they'd be locked up. I, uh, I learned about gays against groomers when their account got blocked. Now, you think about this. Our administration it try, wants to embrace everything that's LBG2QI. I don't remember all the letters. But then the system, social media, socialist media, blocks gays against groomers because they're calling out you shouldn't be doing this stuff to kids. That's when I knew there was a different agenda afoot. Now, you had to have some low points during this, and we're going to talk about death threats first. But did you hit a bottom out point where you, what was it? What was it you said, wait a minute, maybe I've screwed up, something's wrong? Well, it was really the point when I was losing all my friends and family and you know, all my loved ones that cared about me. And they tried so many times to stop me uh, basically mutilating and harming myself. And I just wasn't listening. My head was telling me I need to do this to be happy. This is the only solution to be happy. So, you know, it really got to that point where I was losing everyone that uh, loved me. Right. And, you know, they were saying you have to do something because this is out of control. Their fear was that I was probably going to die under anesthetic. That I was pushing it too far. Um, so, you know, that was really a wake up call when, you know, I'd been harming myself, harming people around me from what I was doing for so many years. And, uh, 
I just woke up one day and I was like, I need to stop this. What can I do? So, you know, my first thing was to go to therapy sessions just to talk about these issues because I never really talked about it. Um, and then I also started going to church and church was very um, helpful in making me change my thinking, making me become more positive, making me be more reflective on my actions. Um, so that was really a wake up moment. And then I realized, you know what? All everything I've done is in vain. It's there's there's no benefit to this. It's actually made me more unhappy. So the more things I've done to myself, the more changes or the different identities has made me more unhappy. So I needed to reel that in and just try to reconnect with the old me. You know, going through childhood uh, memories and photos, trying to reconnect to the old me. So that's what I did. It's interesting because you know I tell people if you took a hundred women and 10 men and put them on an island, left them alone for 100 years, you'd come back and you would find a thriving, thriving population. Took 100 trans women and 100 men, put them on an island, you'd come back and everybody would be dead. Right? right and the right. skeletal remains would basically say that this was an island of men because they're different. <laughs> it would prove it. Look, this was an island of dudes. And for some reason, they all died. And they wouldn't know any different now it's obvious you're making a difference and i know you're making a difference and i and 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 i have to congratulate you the way which you fight this and 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 by the way the left now i can be very tolerant of many things i don't care about anybody's sexual orientation or whatever even though i'm a conservative i don't care about that i do not care about the god you pray to that's called free will we have free will as adults it's none of my business but when this starts getting shoved at us through our government and everything, and it starts trying to take care over our lives, it's too much. But I saw where a, another person, and I'll make sure I got the terms right, a non-binary Asian person. And when she non-binary means she was born a female. She is a female. She just says, don't call me a female. Don't call me a guy. I like both. But I saw this thing on Rebel News. Now, here's interesting, folks, this story. This, this woman's Carmen Acuna. Sounds like a cartoon character, all right? Has called out, only saying disgusting things, which I'll show you. But this is a person that's done a video, considers herself a, a filmmaker, about how she practiced self-harm, cutting herself up. And that's just wrong. And people made fun of her. And it made her hurt herself. And hurting people is just wrong. Until she saw Oli, and this basically says, you need to be murdered and slaughtered. The left can be pretty hateful, can't they, Oli? Absolutely. I mean, this particular individual, they're actually a freelance contributor for CBC News Canada. And thanks to Rebel News, uh, CBC is now investigating this person because it was just horrifying. And this is just one example of the thousands of messages I received from these people they're these people that are trans activists, they consider themselves all about inclusivity, love, equality. It's really become very hateful. It's a lie. It, it's a lie. And, you know, not just me, but so many people, women that object to this. We saw Riley Gaines was physically assaulted for speaking up for women in sports. Right. Um, we see it's, it's become like a cult. And of course, you know. I respect everyone for their identity. Most people don't have a problem, but it's when you come for children. It's when you come to try and take away the rights of women and take away the rights of parents. That's when we should really draw the line. So, you know, nobody has an issue. You want to identify a certain way, that's fine, but don't affect other people. And also stop shoving it in people's faces. We don't need all these trans flags all over the streets, painted on the sidewalks, you know, just let's get on with life and, you know, stop pushing these ideologies. And unfortunately, the Biden administration is pushing this so hard they've got rachel levine they've got biden on trans day of visibility pushing for this and you know they make so much effort to push for this but they don't make it any effort to uh, speak up for women or to try and protect kids i think it's interesting the one party that has always promoted now ollie you couldn't have known this because you're new to my program but i've always told people when you want to fight for our freedoms and our liberties to be who we are and and being you know, American fight for our country just to save us from not going socialist or communist. We'll be in the foxhole together and you can be trans. You can be one legged. It doesn't matter. I'm, I've got your back. We're going to fight and save our country because that's what's important. But when you find the flip side, when you're on the left or perceived to be on the left and you say something the left doesn't like, they want to just 
freaking destroy you. And now we're getting this stuff pushed out like this Anheuser-Busch. They're literally marketing this to us in every way. And I always talk about the Middle East. You know, in the Middle East, they say America's the great Satan. That's what they say. Can you imagine what the world thinks about the United States of America when we have trans generals? I mean, generals in the military and people talking about we, we will give money to another country if they'll work on the trans agenda versus feeding their people or securing their country. It's out of hand, don't you believe? I mean, you know, America is such a fantastic country. And, you know, America is famed for its military power. We see it in the Hollywood movies. We see films like Top Gun or Battleship. So, you know, China and Russia are really laughing. Even Saudi Arabia is now turning its back on the United States because the Biden administration is just a joke. When you see these people with these, uh, you know, these even dog masks, they have these dog masks and they're in the military. Right, I saw that. You've got Admiral Rachel Levine. You know, how on earth could they fight in a real battle, you know? And China, meanwhile, is building up its military. They have a huge military. They just encircled Taiwan the other day. They're testing the Biden administration. And, you know, when Biden can't even walk up the steps of his aeroplane, when he doesn't even know the exit door on the stage, that's when, you know, the world is looking at um, America. and Come on, man. <laughs> I know. Come on, man. Um, all the countries are moving away. They're moving towards allying with China. It's very dangerous. Do you, do, does, does it make sense to you that maybe all of these things are being muddled together for a reason just to confuse great countries like ours and make us look all these different places while the Russia and China sneak in the back doors? Absolutely. I mean, if we look at the fact that the COVID pandemic around 2019-2020 was also when TikTok really became a prominent app. So it all happened at the same time. You spot on there. Um, so what we saw then is suddenly all of these kids were, you know, antisocial. They didn't want to go out because they were so used to being locked in their houses. Um, and instead they took to apps and it really affected mental health. That was the real crisis in the COVID pandemic. The mental health of so many people, Generation Z was destroyed. So then suddenly you get these people making up pronouns, making up identities because they're not used to being in the real world. And uh, you know, I think that period of time completely destroyed and reset the West. Um, and you know, China, COVID pandemic was originated there. TikTok originated there. So, you know, we look at all of these things combined and it's really an attack on the family unit, right. an attack on uh, men and women. You know, if people are so confused, fighting over toilets, fighting <laughs> over their gender, how on earth are they going to seriously fight against a, an enemy like China? That's right. I call it the big distraction. We've a uh, minute and a half just in this in this segment. Last segment, I want, I want to talk about the book and why you did it. But in this last little over minute, do you think we can recover from this? Do you think this gender madness can be rectified and will go away? Well, you know, that's a very tough one because we're actually seeing the numbers of kids being medically transitioned increase. We're seeing the number of pediatric clinics across the U.S. Are skyrocketing. And, you know, this huge push, we've got Dylan Mulvaney on every single brand. We've got schools, you know, indoctrinated kids. There's such a push. But, you know, thankfully, people like you, Jovan, there are so many people out there fighting back because they finally had enough of children being mutilated. They finally had enough of women being violently assaulted for speaking about their rights. So there's so many people speaking up now. And, you know, God bless everyone that's fighting for um, to protect women and kids and parents. And uh, we need to continue calling it out, you know. Um, and I, I didn't have to do all this. You know, I was doing my TikTok career. I was doing my music. Um, and, you know, I just thought I can't be in this world and allow this to happen. I need to fight back. So you know, some of these trolls, they say, oh, he's doing this for attention and stuff. You know, I could just easily be doing a few TikToks a day, making a few music videos, and that's all I need to do. But instead, I've realized what's going on. I'm trying to use my voice, and we all need to use our voices. We all have a value in this world to fight back, to fight back for those people that are being... Uh, indoctrinated and to try and protect them. Absolutely. Folks, we're headed into the last segment. Fascinating stuff. Ollie, great guy. So folks, when we come back, we're going to get to the book, the content of the book. If you want to understand this, especially if you want to understand how to fight it, you need to check out the book, Gender Madness, folks. It finally, some sanity in this mess. Hang tight. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? 
You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Folks, one of the ways I keep up my hectic schedule and can deal with all the stress of the audits, uh, keep on pushing through legislation, and keep on doing my program for you every 12 hours is I try to pay attention to my nutrition. Now, you know I'm a gardener. If you followed me for a while, you know I love gardening. I try to eat as good as I can. But many times when I'm on the road and I'm having to do the program, I cannot eat great. Most people are just not eating great. We're not eating like our grandparents used to eat, where they'd eat you know, all kinds of fruits and vegetables to stay healthy. We were a lot healthier then. Don't believe me? Go back and Google a photo of a beach, your favorite beach in 1970. Look at the people. We were so much healthier. It's because we didn't have all this synthet synthetic crap just added to our food. So I just want to let you know, one of the ways I'm able to maintain my energy, and I'm telling you, I feel it instantly when I do this, because I just do a scoop, shake it in water, and boom, I'm ready to go. What is it? Well, it's called Field of Greens. You may have heard that name. I am very, very, very picky on this kind of stuff. I don't like regular chelated vitamins, you know, the ones that kind of come in pill form. The reality is, folks, you need to know this, you just poop them out. Our digestive systems are racked. You poop them out. You're not doing any good. There's no difference in your body. You want an instant difference in your body? You have to have your supplements that are in a way that not only are natural, but go right into your system. So think about a powder. This is a powder. It's a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics that go right into your body. You just take a scoop, put it in water. I've done every one of them. Every one of them, they're organic, they're wonderful, in water. I mean, it's a treat. These things taste great. Now, they work fast. I literally, my body tells me I feel it in minutes because I can. I get more energy. Uh, my skin's starting to change too. It's really weird. My skin, my hair, where I was losing some hair is actually, to me, looking a little bit of that it's coming back. And I'm kind of excited what's going to happen when I go get my next physical. So, what I'm doing is I take Field of Greens. It's just a simple powder you put in water. Would you do me a favor and at least go check it out? Just go to fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code Jovan. You're going to get 15% off your first order just by mentioning me, fieldofgreens.com forward slash Jovan. By the way, if you want them regularly shipped to you, you can. You're going to get another 10% off. This stuff is a miracle in our fast-paced society, especially when we're stressing out like we all are about what's going on. Folks, fillthegreens.com forward slash Jovan and use Jovan as the promo code. Get it done now. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. We're back. We're talking about transition, transition, detransition. I called it Oli's Freedom from Obsession Oppression. He's written a book that I'm just going to recommend to everyone if you want to be able to understand what's going on and understand this, which is madness. You've got to consider getting the book. Now, Oli, I know it's at, at least at Amazon, and it's a hardbound book. I know that. Is it available in the booksellers yet? Um, so it's available on pre-release right now. So it's on barnesandnobles.com, uh, Books A Million, uh, Bookshop, and all of the other retailers. Um, it's released on August 1st. And um, yeah, so this book, I know it's going to help a lot of people because there's no books out there on the market that are really tackling these issues. And you know, I've lived through this, so I right. know from experience the harm it causes, how it can destroy someone's life. And, you know, I want this book to be able to help people change the conversation in society so we can protect all people. So this is part journal, part 
biography and part lesson plan of what we do. Take us through some of the content of the book and what do you hope people get out of it? Right. So a lot of the book is I've done um, a tremendous amount of research on uh, gender ideology, where that stemmed from, the link between TikTok and the huge number of kids uh, being medically transitioned, um, how these gender clinics and LGBT lobby groups are infiltrating um, America and the United Kingdom, um, and how um, a very small minority of people, you know, these trans activists are lobbying for these laws in different states, you know, the the powers they have. So I'm talking about that, talking about the medical establishment. And I'm also discussing, you know, the uh, implications of taking these hormones for teens, the health consequences. You know, I found studies and data that these gender clinics would love to hide. They would love to, you know, cancel these uh, studies because they actually expose that around 82 to 85 percent of um, teens that have severe gender dysphoria when they become an adult, they grow out of that. They find peace with uh, being themselves. So, you know, these uh, gender clinics don't want people to know the information that's in my book. So I'm fighting hard to get it exposed. So in this, and I and I watched something shocking over just in five years, there were like two clinics that dealt with gender transition in the United States, and then there were thousands. This has got to be the new money-making new in uh, surgery reassignments, and it's a lifetime of chemicals pushing into people's bodies. That's like a that's like a payment plan. Okay, you can be this, but you're going to have a payment plan for the rest of your life. Do you believe part of this is just greed driven as well? Absolutely. I mean, these clinics make uh, so much money. Big Pharma has these uh, troubled, you know, vulnerable teens as lifelong customers because many. Uh, girls we're seeing by the way a really big increase in girls transitioning many of these girls will be on testosterone for life so uh, you know that uh, that means a lot of money for big pharma but it also means that uh, taking all these harmful hormones in high dosages is going to lead to other health problems uh, diabetes uh, heart attack increases bone density issues so this uh, young person is going to be a patient for life with the medical system so you know, they're creating these uh, uh, patients for life that they can profit off. And um, you know, many of these teens are all properly. If you were speaking to a parent who suspects their child's headed down this path or the school is promoting it to the child, and these last three minutes we have, what advice would you give parents that are struggling with trying to support the child and do right and also knowing the system's in it for the bucks many ways too well it's very hard for a parent because you know when a parent sees their child struggling it's truly heart-wrenching and you know many uh, teenagers do struggle through those years because it's it's a part of being a teenager it's a part of trying to find yourself it's struggling through school struggling to be accepted and to accept yourself so you know parents just to help need to help their kids get through this but they also need to know the answer is not putting their kids on hormones because or surgeries because a couple of years down the line, even months down the line, this child is going to be 10 times more unhappy with themselves. And also don't listen to these doctors that tell you if you do not affirm your child's gender, you're going to have a dead child because they like to coerce parents with that. Right. You know, pa- I've seen parents that too. feel helpless. Um, but that's a trick, you know, just to get them to um, transition their child. Most kids uh, grow out of this. You know, of course, we have cases of people that have felt that they're trans their whole life, you know, but that's a much, much smaller percentage than what we're seeing now with thousands and thousands of kids being transitioned. So speak to your kids, be involved in what's happening at school, because many of these schools, the teachers are very covert. They teach these kids, they change their gender without the parents knowing. So parents need to look out for warning signs. You know, is their kid behaving differently? Um, And just, you know, give them love, give them praise. But just uh, navigate them through that journey because uh, transitioning a child is never going to be the right answer. Absolutely. So with your newfound warrior, which you are, there's nothing sissy or soft about you, brother, in this fight of what you're fighting. Because I see you fight it every day. Has Has it helped you reconnect with your family? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my family were kind of very lost with me before. They were very, very sad and very unhappy with uh, the person I was becoming. 
Um, so now they're, you know, incredibly happy. And they're also proud of me because, you know, I'm, I'm dedicating every day, all day, every day, fighting for other people. And um, you know, that was um, the person I used to be when I was in my early 20s. I did a lot of charity work. So I was always, you know, had that in me. And then I lost the person I was. So they're very happy that I'm back to the person they knew all those years ago. And, you know, they're happy I'm doing a worthwhile cause, not something that's all about, you know, uh, changing myself or trying to identify in a different way. They're very happy that I'm trying to make a difference. Absolutely. Folks, you need to get the book. It's called Gender Madness. You can find it on Amazon. It's in its pre-sell. All a wonderful job. I truly appreciate what you're doing and what you're fighting for. The common ground that we all have. Kids are off limits. And this is being pushed too hard. I wish you great success on your journey. I know how hard you're working with these interviews back to back to back to back. And so I just want to say, I thank you so very much for doing it, folks. Once again, the book is Gender Madness. One man's devastating struggle with woke ideology and his battle to protect children. It's a noble cause. Ollie, thank you for being on the program. I greatly appreciate you. A real pleasure to speak uh, with you. Thank you so much, Dovan. Thank you, sir. Folks, you need to, you know, you need to get educated about it. This is a big deal. This is why we have to tell them all to cut the crap. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Jovan Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut Cut the the crap. crap. I know, folks, you're stressing over our mail-order maladministration government. We have selected, not elected. I'm encouraging you just try out two things that I'm doing to stay ahead of the, the stress, which feels like it's killing us besides killing our nation. Do yourself a favor. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You're going to change your pillow and sheets anyway and get new ones. Why don't you support an American company, an American cause? If they'll use your promo code Jovan... You're going to get extra special savings because you use the promo code Javon. I'm telling you, I used to take two hours or more to get to sleep and only sleep for a few hours. Now I'm asleep. I'm telling you, 15 minutes or less, I'm out like a baby. And that's because of MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. Use your promo code Jovan. I guarantee you'll be happy you did. The other part of it is part of having good sleep and keeping up with the stress is to have good nutrition. Do yourself a favor. Go to filledofgreens.com. Use your promo code Jovan there. Think about this. All your vitamins and stuff you need. Full spectrum essential vegetables and fruits. It's vegetables and fruits. That's it. It's powdered. Very finely powdered. One scoop. I mean, you can even eat the stuff. You can sprinkle it on cereal. You can use it in baking. It's your vitamin in powder form. Instead of pooping out the pill form, which does no good for your body, take it in the powder form. One scoop, put it in water, shake it up, boom, boom, 10 minutes are done. But I'm telling you, I can feel it immediately when I do it. I can feel my body going, thank you, thank you, thank you. Imagine how well I'm doing with great sleep and great vitamins. It's about the only way I'm keeping up with this horrible stress in my life with the audits and election integrity. Do me a favor, go to fillthegreens.com. Your first order, use your promo code Jovan. You're going to get 15% off. And if you do a regular shipment, you'll get another 10% off. Do it now, folks. Take care of yourself.